Hey everyone, it's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. This is part two of our five-part series about often misunderstood but collaborative communication issues and how we make them work for us. Today is part two. It is communication, mass communication. Last week was marketing. We discussed what marketing isn't which is advertising, public relations, and communications. That's what we're going to discuss today. Today, we're going to talk about how to execute the strategy developed in the marketing phase to your audience. We're going to bring it out into the world. Thus, we're going to communicate these ideas to our audience in a one-way conversation. Marketing is a two-way conversation. This is a one-way conversation. We're going to set and meet expectations. So I'm going to break down all of the elements of mass communication and how you utilize them and then how it fits into the whole process of the five-part series. So number one, right off the bat, we talked last week about marketing, what it isn't. It isn't advertising, social media, or other tactics. We are going to talk about tactics today. Marketing is the work before the work. Marketing is understanding and knowing what you talk about before you speak. Now it's time to speak. Advertising, PR, mass communication, all types is speaking the, the strategy into action, putting it into the world in a way that you planned in your marketing plan. So mass communication, internal and external, essentially mass communication is communicating to more people than are in the room with you. If you're in a room with five people and you communicate to six, you have mass communicated because you have expanded yourself outside of your physical space. And it, there are different ways to do it for different reasons. So we're going to break that down. First, number one is the easy one for everyone to understand. Everyone gets it. It is advertising. Again, marketing is not advertising. Advertising is the execution of your marketing strategy. Advertising are all the things you know that are traditional and brand new. So commercials, radio, television, radio, pre-rolls before your YouTube videos. Maybe there was a pre-roll before this podcast. I know at the end I'll be doing a host read ad on the podcast. So ads, commercials, print ads, video ads, digital ads, Somewhere on a website, there's a banner on the left, banner on the right, banner across the top, things you can click on with pictures, with, with photos. These are advertising. Signs. Signs on the street. Billboards. Signs on a business. Th they could be static. They could be motion. They can be anything that is a from a billboard to the guys that, that hold up the signs and twirl them around to get your attention advertising are all of these things, your website, your email, social media posts that are designed to do a specific thing is advertising. Your website is an advertising vehicle. These are all vehicles for advertising. They're all one-way conversations. You telling the public, essentially and hopefully, your target audience, your consumer, who you are, what you do, what the value proposition is, et cetera. So it is you either doing one of two things, creating a brand presence, which is letting people know that your business exists and what it does generally. This is Apple computers, Coca-Cola, Nike, et cetera, where, hey, we're around. We do great things. Okay, that's brand presence. But the majority of advertising, the distinction, what makes it advertising is a specific call to action. Your advertising 
to begin with, needs to attract attention. Then with that attention, you need to create a, a bond, create a relationship, even temporary, and then convert that attention into a call to action. Typically, buy this. Go here. Click on a link. Visit a website. Visit a store. Execute a sale of some sort. Do something. Order this the next time you're in the restaurant. Pick this up the next time you're in the store. Go to our store. Go to the mall where we're located. Whatever it is, this is a call to action. And it's an external call to action. It is aimed at, supposed to, if it's done right, a target audience that is can, will, and is able to buy the product or service that you're marketing, that you're advertising. So it's a one-way conversation with a call to action. That call to action is almost always designed to drive sales. So the reason you pay for advertising, pay for the space, pay for the placement, pay for the ability to inject your message into the daily routine of your potential audience. Think about that again. Advertising is a message injected into the daily routine of your potential audience with a specific call to action, typically conversion, which is a sales process, like I described earlier. That is advertising. That can only happen highly effectively if, like last week, you start with marketing. We started with marketing last week to understand who you are, your value proposition, your position in your industry, who your competition is, who your consumer is, how you need to best approach them, the messaging necessary. That all, all of the information is the strategy that informs your tactics. In this case, the tactics are advertising, the ways of doing it I listed earlier, among multiple ways of doing advertising. A business card is an advertisement. It has information. It conveys a message. It's intended to grab attention. It's not the flashiest thing. It's not the sexiest thing, but it's highly functional. Advertising should be functional, convey a message by, by attracting your attention, conveying the message, and then delivering the call to action, which is the potential for a conversion. So first, you have to know it's there. You have to read it. You have to listen to it. You have to engage with it to understand it. So there's communication that happens. There is a message delivered understanding. If you've attracted attention, if you've delivered a message and you have gotten it in front of the right consumer has the ability, the possibility, and the, the, uh, the intent, the motivation to do so, then the potential for purchase happens, which is the conversion process, which we will talk about in another episode of this five-part series. So attract attention convey information, begin the conversion process by a call to action, buy, go, click, visit, ask, etc. Action that comes from it. So attraction, information, action. That is advertising delivered across a multitude of channels and tactical executions. Another way for you to communicate in a non-transactional, non-sales format is public relations. 
PR, as it's often called, the shorthand, PR, public relations, is conveying information about your brand, about your business, about the people within your business, the people you do business with, the communities with which when they're located in a non-sales process. PR is not intended to drive sales. It is intended to create a brand presence and build your brand reputation so that when when advertising comes across someone's daily routine, they have a presence and a thought process that this is a reputable brand. It's a, it's a local brand. If it's location-based, it's something else that relates to the message you're trying to convey that makes them trust that you're a legitimate business that they could do business with, whether it is buying a candy bar or buying a house or helping them develop a business through your consulting service. Trust comes from public relations because it's delivered by a third party, an impartial, typically intended to be third party, in a non-sales format. If you try to pitch a press release about you're having a sale and everything's 30% off and you can buy your widgets for $9.95, most legitimate media outlets are not going to run it. That's not their job to advertise your products. You should run that in an ad. But if you're doing a fundraiser, if you've hired a new person, if you are expanding your service offerings in a way that is beneficial to the public in your area, if you're doing something newsworthy, not selling products, but doing something of public interest, doing something the public is invited to or a subset of the public, it doesn't have to be the entire public. It could be doctors. It could be lawyers. It could be marketing professionals. It could be people who are left-handed. It could be people who play pickleball. It could be subsets of everybody, but it can't be people who buy our product because that's a sales process. So public relations has no call to action outside of brand, image, and reputation. Reputation, brand presence, etc., is what public relations is and should be. It's for you to build trust, to build name recognition, and to create potential partnerships, whether it's a potential sale that comes through a business relationship, a vendor relationship, even employees, potential employees, maybe attraction of the best and brightest want to come work for you because your brand has a solid reputation that could be fortified by public relations. This is done by pitching media outlets, a story often called a press release, sometimes called a pitch. That again is not a sales tactic, but is pertinent information to the public about something of value you're providing for them outside of the sales cycle. That is public relations. A second big aspect of develop de- delivering the message of your of your marketing strategy. Again, we talked about that last week. So, not sales, but attracting in different ways and putting your name, your brand name, the brand concept, the people behind it, etc., in front of the public in a completely different way than advertising, in a way that's often more trusted than advertising, and often is more respected by the public than advertising. Not always, but it does happen. It's a passive activity. It's something where 
when you pitch 100 media outlets, you're not getting 100 responses. You're getting one or two. They're going to publish what they want to publish out of what you've provided them if they publish at all. When, what they say, what section of the paper or the website or the email that they put it in is up to them. Will they share it on their social media? It's up to them. None of this is under your control because you are not paying for this. Now you have to pay an employee or pay a third-party vendor to create these opportunities for you, but you do not pay the media outlet. Thus, you have no control over what they do. There is potential that they receive the information from you, investigate it themselves, and find something negative they wish to talk about instead of your positive press release. doesn't happen very often, but again, it's respected and trusted more by the public because it's coming through a third party that's supposedly impartial without the idea of a sales process, but with the idea of for the public good. That is the value and the use of public relations. Again, do not pitch media, whether it's websites, traditional TV, traditional radio, traditional print, magazines, bloggers, influencers, etc., with help me sell more of my widgets. Because they're not interested in that. They shouldn't be interested in that. That's not the business they're in. And then the public would not receive it well because they would receive it as what it is, which is a sales action. Instead, again, pitch something that is of common benefit, public good, even if it's subsets of the public, and then allow the process to work out the way it's going to. It's out of your control, but it will be received in a different way and a often better way than straight advertising. And it's not a cost associated, so you didn't spend five hundred or five thousand or fifty thousand dollars to get the placement. So if it's not exactly what you want and you don't get the placement you're looking for, the cost to benefit ratio is very still very good for you. Now with advertising public relations, there's also what is simply referred to as external communications. So again, not a sales call, not call to action, and this time not even brand specific in the way that public relations is. So no call to action, no sales cycle, it's not advertising, it's not brand reputation, so it's not public relations. Instead, it's a general information about your business, your hours of operation, where your facility is located, other aspects around you, other things around you that are happening in the community. It's often local or location-based. So if there's a weather event or some other thing that's happening, if you're providing shelter, if you're doing a food drive, if you're doing something for the local schools or the local businesses, the local chamber of commerce, or a political action, any of these things, which are often very local, they're very specific, and it's a general presence of we are here and this is something that's happening outside of our sales cycle and it's not brand specific. That is external communication. Necessary, but very low on the actionable items, still necessary for you to be in communication with the public, either the virtual public who visits your website and engages you online, or the physical public who is affected by your physical location or proximity to something else within your community. That's external communication. Internal communication is very obvious, because it is you speaking to the people that you do business with, your employees, your vendors, your stakeholders. It's also contract contractors, vendors, etc. But it's also potential for you to attract and retain 
employees, contractors, vendors, collaborators, stakeholders by communicating to them what it is you're doing, the reasons that you're doing it, the benefit for some, not for public information, but for you internally so that you can have a successful functioning business so that the business can achieve the things necessary, can work in the way it's supposed to. The minutia is not necessary for the public to know. They don't need to know, see how the sausage is being made, if you will. But the people making the sausage do need to know specific things about how you want it done. There's also information about safety, about how to make decisions, how to engage the public, how to do things within the business, whether you're an employee inside the business, you're a vendor, subcontractor, third party, etc., stakeholder. And that communication process obviously can make your employees and contractors, subcontractors better at their job, more effective, better outcomes, more effective and efficient is good for profitability. It can make them feel a part of the decision-making process, which engages corporate culture and people's value of, value of themselves within your business, thus their job satisfaction. It can retain, help you retain clients. It can help, not clients, it can help you retain employees and collaborators. It can also help you attract better employees and vendors by building a solid relationship of communication internally with the people involved in your business. So it's not business specific again in a sales cycle. It's not for the public consumption, but it is information that needs to be conveyed to people in the process from this is absolutely how things have to be done and it can't be done in another way because of protocol, because of safety, because of deliverability, all the way through here are the things that we have in common, our corporate culture. Here are the things we believe in. And as a participant, as an employee or otherwise, you're engaged in this process as well. We hope you appreciate it. We, have, you, we would like feedback from you and, we, and beginning an internal communication process to attract and retain the best people in a best relationship for your business. So these are some of the four types of mass communication. Again, communicating messages in a way that you can't do face-to-face. -face. Whether it's internal, external, advertising, public relations, you're conveying ideas, you're conveying message, you're conveying information, you're attempting to motivate people to do certain things, whether it's buy your widget, come to work very happy, be part of the process, engage in the community, etc. There's always something you're trying to communicate, so it's informative, but it also sometimes has to do with sales, sometimes doesn't have to do with sales. It's a mix of internal and external, and ultimately, it fits into the aspect of running an effective, efficient business. Your business cannot be profitable if it's not effective and efficient. Internal and external communications are not high sales drivers, but are high on creating and maintaining effectiveness and efficiency, which is a profit driver. So not increasing sales, but increasing effectiveness, which increases profitability. Advertising is intended to drive sales, but it comes after marketing because it's the delivery, the execution on the strategy developed in the marketing process. Once you know what you want to say and who you're saying it to, advertising is the activity of doing it. There is a call to action. So it's attracting attention. It's conveying information. It's delivering a call to action. And then is measured in the conversion process. How many sales? How many clicks? How many visitors? How many ask? 
how much demand is created through our advertising. There is cost associated. There are budgets that are necessary. There are benefit to cost to benefit ratios you need to understand. You also need to understand that advertising typically has a between 5 and 0.5% execution rate, success rate. That's right. 100% of the people that see your advertising are not going to buy your product. 50%, 10%. If you got 5% response rate from advertising, you should do cartwheels, you should throw a party, you should be super, super excited. It's more likely you get 1% or 2%. It's potential to get 0.5, 0 0.2, 0 0.1, or 0 response to your advertising. There's no guarantees it's going to work. That's the whole process of a two-way conversation marketing. Again, we talked about that last week. Refer to that episode to understand that better. But it's necessary in order to convey messages, attract attention, and begin the conversion process. So advertising is the action. It's not a single action. It's a multiple action based on the strategy built in the marketing process. Again, episode one. So refer back to that. Marketing is knowing internally what you want to say externally. We talked about that last week. Advertising is the expectation externally of sales and can be measured measured and budgeted for. It's a process of attracting attention, conveying information, call to action through a multitude of channels. Public relations is reputation building. It's an external process of having a conversation about who you're, you are as a brand, as a business, as a people involved, how you fit into the community, how you provide value in a non-sales cycle. Wanting to provide value because it's the right thing, the good thing, it's positive for everyone, it creates win-win scenarios, and then hoping that people engage in the conversion process in the sales cycle, typically through the action of advertising, the call to action of advertising. Communication, internal and external, is functional, but it's not sales. But sales can't happen without internal and external communication outside advertising and public relations. Let me say that one more time because it is essential. Internal and external communications are not functions of sales. They're communication functions. They are operational functions, but they are not driven by sales, so they won't but sales won't happen without them. One more time, I need you to understand this. Communication, internal and external communication is functional, but not in sales. Sales won't or can't happen without the functionality of your business, without the effectiveness and efficiency of your business that comes from internal and external communications. So internal and external communications are not designed to drive sales, but are essential for you to execute upon the sales that your business is built upon. That's why it's important to do those things that are outside your sales communication cycle. All of these things feed the same end result, a functioning communication process between you, the business, and your audience, your consumers, your stakeholders, your employees, everyone involved understanding why they're involved, wanting to be involved, motivating, and can complete the, the action of a transaction, the conversion process, conversion and sales, then customer service and the things that come after it, which are episodes we will talk about later in this series. 
Not today, we're not there yet. But none of those things will happen. None of the economic factors, none of the profit, none of the benefits of running your business can happen if you can't follow your marketing strategy, if you can't explain yourself through advertising, attract attention, and and deliver the call to action, if you can't build a brand reputation, and if you can't communicate effectively with your internal and external audiences outside of that sales cycle. If none of that happens, sales do not happen. If sales do not happen, the economics are zero and your business is done. We'll explain the second half of that entire process on the next episode of this five-part series. But today was mass communications, advertising, public relations, internal and external communications, and the essential role they play in this entire process. Start with marketing, execute through advertising, public relations, internal, external communications to get to a conversion process. We'll talk about that next week. The actual episode next week is customer service, which will begin the process of conversion. There you go, folks. So 25 minutes of explaining what advertising public relations, mass communications is, how it's different than marketing, but how it works in tandem, and then how it leads into the next aspect, which is customer service in the sales process. So next week is customer service. Listen to the podcast each and every Saturday, the Anchor app, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podchaser, YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Stream, subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, tell a friend. Get your Saturday morning hustle, Entrepreneur AF, and the coffee and donuts swag. I got coffee and donuts on, T-shirt on today. Make sure you check all that out at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. Also, don't miss the bonus episode, the Balance Series bonus episode. There's a new one up. I put it up this Monday because it was the last Monday of last month. Balancing collaboration versus leadership versus ignoring the haters. How do you balance all that? Check out that episode as well that dropped this last Monday. Every bit of this information, the swag, the past episodes, all you need to know about Saturday Morning Hustle is at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. We'll be back next week for episode three of the five-part series, Customer Service. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. Nine to five, Monday through Friday. It's not going to get done if you want to be the next big thing. See you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Keep chasing your dreams Thank you.